brothers and sisters, I think that the fourth Sunday of Lent should be called the Sunday of Reconciliation because the readings today really talk about reconciliation. St. Paul says to us in the second reading, we are ambassadors of Christ. Is as if God is telling us, be reconciled to God. And I will add, be reconciled to one another. Now, in the gospel, we hear of that famous story, the story, the parable of the prodigal son. Now, I remember hearing a story of a religious ed teacher who was teaching her little ones in kindergarten about the prodigal son. And at the end, he asked the little ones, who do you think suffered in this story of the prodigal son? Who suffered most? Was it the father who lost his son or the son that went away, the prodigal son, and then came back, or the one that stayed at home? Well, one of the kids had a different idea. So she raises her hand, and so the teacher said to him, I mean to her, who, who do you think suffered most in this parable? And she said, I think is the fatted calf that was killed. He did nothing, and they killed him. Now, as funny as this story might be, the truth is that in every family feud, everyone suffers. And I want to think of this parable within the context of our families. According to the American Family Survey, 64% of issues in the families today arise from money, money, money. But there are other issues in the family. So think of your own family, like the family in this story, your family, this particular one was torn apart by division. A child, a son, not even the first son, the second son says, give me a share of the property that belongs to me. Asking your father in this tradition to give you your own estate is like wishing him dead. He didn't want to have a part in the family anymore. That shows that this family was a disunited family. And when he wanted to go, his brother did not dissuade him. Maybe he's been a trouble, a troublesome, a quarrelsome brother, and the elder brother was just happy to see his back. The father also did not restrain him. And you ask, where, where was the mother? Perhaps this is a broken family. She's walked away from the family or she was too sad to even be part of this kind of conversation, having been exhausted by so many challenges, issues, and contestation in that family. So every family during this Lent must think about 
the health of your family life, your relationship, gradually in our world today, we are losing our families. And so many factors are contributing to this, too numerous for me to mention here. But Lent is a time for us to think about our families. Are there members of your family with whom you're not talking, that you don't like, that you don't love, or that you even hate? Are there things that happened in your family in the past that you're carrying to the present? I have a friend who was sick in the hospital. And he told me his most painful reality, even as he was fighting for his life, is that his children are no longer talking to him. Family division, family feud. This is something that we all must address in our own family. We must bring our families together. And we find an example in this family as well, because this parable is not simply a rebuke that Jesus makes against the scribes and Pharisees, against their self-righteousness, especially typified in the second son that stayed at home, but was also grumbling because he said to his father, when the prodigal son came back, I have been slaving for you. So he was working like a slave, really. He was not working with his heart. He was not working happily. He was a sad camper. But we see in the attitude or attitudes of especially the prodigal son, and I would say the prodigal father, the four steps toward healing our families that I propose. First is that the prodigal son came back and said, I am sorry. He admitted his mistake. He did not say, well, dad, you are such a terrible father. Or brother, you are such a bad brother. You didn't care about me. He said, I am sorry. And said it from the heart. Let us learn to admit our mistakes. Because when we fight in the family, there are no winners and losers. Everyone loses. God loses because, like St. Paul said, blessed be God from whom every family on earth is named. Every family on earth is named after God. We are the family of God. That's why at matrimony, when that ring is given, he says, in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. The family is anchored in the union between God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The family is a mirror into the heart of the Trinity. At the beginning of creation, God made the family the beginning of creation. And when creation was renewed in Christ, God came by way of the Holy Family. So if there is any battle going on in the world today that we must face, with all, every fiber of our being, it is the battle in our families, especially to tear our families apart and then to turn ourselves and turn, turn ourselves against each other. So say sorry. Admit your mistake. 
Don't try to justify them. Secondly, learn to forgive. Do not wait for the family member to bring a cow to you or to pay ransom before you say, I forgive. That's why St. Paul says, it is as if God is appealing to you, be reconciled to God and be reconciled to one another. So learn to forgive and be willing to forgive even before someone says sorry. Do not allow any resentment or hatred or bitterness or unforgiving tendency to have a place in your heart because then you're blocking yourself and your family from the passage of divine blessing. God's blessing always passes by way of the family. Number three is the language of love, of compassion, of encouragement should be preferred to angry tantrums, very insensitive and destructive language, accusations, condemnations. We must mind our words and speak only the words of affirmation, the words of encouragement, the words of peace and the words of forgiveness in our family. Finally, just like in the first reading, our families, we must learn to celebrate. The first reading, the people of Israel, after their peril, after their ordeals, they celebrated. We must learn to celebrate each and every one of us in the family. Celebrate little victories. Celebrate birthdays. Celebrate small accomplishments. Celebration is what life is all about. The family is a center of divine celebration because through the family, God has decided to give to humanity a miniature cosmos of what the world would look like. In a world that is torn apart by hatred, by division, by violence, by despair, may our families, and I ask you, my brother and my sister listening to me, make your family a center of divine love, where peace, love, friendship, forgiveness will reign supreme. I think that is the message of the prodigal son, this parable to us, that conversion of heart is needed in our relationship with God, but above all, in our relationship with one another, more so in our families. And above all, that like God, each and every one of us must learn to look out for each other. The prodigal father, if I like, if you like, was standing waiting for the son to come home. God is waiting for us. There are many people in your families waiting for you to come back. But do not wait, go out and be the one that will make peace in your family. Let us heal this world, this beautiful world that God has given us. And may God give us the grace to love, to forgive, to, to speak the language of love and to celebrate each other every day.